Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for Saturday, January 15th, 2021. First of all, a happy new year to all our listeners. Hope that 2022 brings you many successful sports bets and a great sporting calendar for us all to get stuck into. Hope you had a good Christmas break. Myself and Connor certainly enjoyed the World Darts Championship, which started well with Steve Beaton beating Fallon Sherrick and then went from good to better with all quarter winners correct a fiver on that returned me something like 680 quid so an excellent christmas overall our patreon listeners will see from the video that we have something special lined up for this show so without further ado it's great to be back my name is andy vaughn and with me as always is gordo hello and welcome to the mega podcast this is, a, this is something that was drummed up over Christmas and also New Year when there was fuck all football actually getting played uh, and everything getting, getting cancelled. So uh, we decided to have a mega podcast to talk about specifically Borussia Dortmund, but, you know, we will, we will cover other teams throughout it. Uh, among other things. You have a among good, other have a good break, Gordon? I did. I received this very nice SoftBank Hawks top from, uh, from you. Um, that, that, oh. that was great. Uh, do you have your Christmas gift that I got you? So that's a Greuther Firth oh, top because, 13. yeah, because they cost me several hundred pounds um, <laughs> in a game against Union Berlin because Union did not win and Firth got some of their only points this season. So thank you, Gordon. I'll put that with the Celta Vigo top, the canvas print of might bite falling at the last at Kempton. <laughs> Um, and, and and the Washington Nationals World Series hat I also have um, every year a different bit of sports memorabilia to remind me of a time I lost a hell of a lot of money. So thank you for that, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> we um, It worked so well uh, during the second half of 2021 that we're keeping it rolling. And not only do we have one guest this week, we have several. First up, um, our first guest, Mr. Chris Kelly. Uh, Chris, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's great to have you back. Um, I have to say it was a wonderful watch, the baseball documentary that you made on, on Scottish baseball this year. Thank you. Um, it's obviously all over our Facebook group, but uh, find it on YouTube. What would be the, the key thing to search for on YouTube for, for yeah. listeners of the show? So if you search for my channel, it's called C. Kelly Edits. Uh, you should be able to find it that way. And if you like it, then give it a little subscribe, please, because that'd really help me out. Nice one, Chris. Good to have you back. Our second guest, Joey Slenzak, all the way from Michigan. How are we, Joey? I'm doing great, guys. How's everyone doing? Yeah, really good. Uh, thank you for making the time to come on the show, obviously, with the time difference. Um, we really appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. I mean... If I'm being honest, it's a little easier for me than it is you guys. 
you guys are up a little bit later than I am. So this is, this is just a nice kickstart into my evening. <laughs> ah, lovely. Glad to hear it. Um, we then roll on to, well, recently married Saints fan and the first guest to go four out of four, Connor Mack. Connor, how are you? Very well, guys. How are you? I don't know what you're getting the round of applause for, but I hope it's for the four out of four. No, recently, Matt. Recently, Matt. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah that was it. Four out of four. A little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then, obviously, very soon after, Connor, our next guest also hit the four out of four. Um, Dave Greenfield. How are you, Dave? Good, thanks, guys. How are you? Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you, too. So this is the first time the show has ran with six people. <laughs> We've never done five. We've never done four. <laughs> um, so we'll see how this goes. It obviously means we're going to have a hell of a lot of picks for you um, this week. We'll still do the normal banker value outsider and charity from each of us. So that's four picks by six, 24 picks. And I'm sure there'll be all sorts of other chats. So this is what you've got to look forward to. Um, obviously, subscribers to our Patreon channel. If you search Trample Bet Podcast on on Patreon, www.patreon.com, you'll see the video and you'll, you'll see all six of us. And you'll also get access to the cheat sheet after this podcast, which I think might really come in handy to be able to see all the picks written down as opposed to trying to remember <laughs> what's been said throughout the show. One point of business to bring up before we get cracking on the first picks of this year is that the last podcast that went out, I, I had COVID um, and wasn't here. So Gordo, Joey and Dave, handled that show did a tremendous job hitting the charity bet as well so congratulations gentlemen well done um i know dave your your selection ended up void because I, I wasn't the only one to have, have covid it wasn't just me and raymond van barneville um a hell of a, a hell of a lot of footballers got it as well so the double went ahead with just aberdeen and tottenham they both won um and the returns went to stroke association uk uh, because Dave fronted the money for that charity. So thanks very much for that, Dave. Um, and, and great oh, to get a winner in. Yeah, great to get great to get a winner in for charity. That's the preamble. Should we head should we head out with some picks? 24, please. Let's go. <laughs> one of 24. Here we go. The very first one. <laughs> hey, Saturday at 12:30. So hopefully. If anyone puts all 24 picks on as some massive accumulator. I'll be doing that. <laughs> Hopefully it's still alive at 12.30 on Saturday. <laughs> I think there's a good chance it will be. Um, so as per normal, new listeners to the show, maybe you've just picked up our podcast um, for 2022. We run through four different types of pick. One banker pick, which is basically something we expect has a really hybrid rate of coming in so i you know sort of 80 percent of the time or more we reckon this bet will come in a value pick and that's something around the even money mark where we think the chances of it happening are better than the odds that you're going to get and then an outsider pick the outsider being something that the bookies have priced up as an underdog and again we think there's value in but usually these are, are much higher odds so we try to cater for everyone and then a tenor of our own money on everyone's charity pick as an accumulator at the end and all the returns of that go to a charity of our choosing. Um, it's going to be a six-fold this week, so there's no pressure, lads. Um, <laughs> Not at all. Boy, been my, charity, <laughs> my charity picks on Sunday, uh, which could mean all the pressure's on me, or let's be honest, more likely, it's already dead by then, and it doesn't matter. That's not the right attitude. Terrible attitude for a six-fold. <laughs> to be fair, Andy, my charity, 
my charity bet is on Tuesday. So, the following Tuesday. Oh, that's one upmanship of a whole new level. Love it's it. gonna be. It's gonna be on me. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, to have to have all five in and waiting on something the following Tuesday. We could, hey, we could, we could watch it as we record next week's show. Okay. That's, that's a sure. That's oh, a sure. beautiful. <laughs> right, gents. Um, so before we head on to the picks, let's just run through the fact we have a Facebook group. Uh, it goes from strength to strength. A few hundreds uh, of our hardcore listeners in there, all sharing different bets, advice. You also get access to all of us in there. Obviously, you can you can chat with us about the picks for the weekend ahead. Um, and there's loads of good stuff, and it's not just limited to football. Um, there's all sorts of horse racing, darts, wrestling, boxing, whatever you want, you name it. Um, we also have a Patreon channel, which I mentioned earlier, and I'll mention again at the end of the show. So let's head out with some of the picks for this week. And as always, we shall start with the banker bets. Mine, 12.30 on Saturday in the German second division. So the Bundesliga is Vi. St. Pauli versus Al, and that's top of the table. St. Pauli on 36 points at home against second bottom of the table, Al, on 14 points. St. Pauli in good form just now, 10 points from the last five games, whereas Al are dead last in the form table with only three points from their last five. Unsurprisingly, St. Pauli are also the best home team in the league, but they've got a perfect 24 points from eight home games. So they have won every single home match they've played this season. Al are the second worst team away from home. They've only got six points from eight away games. The home win here is two to five, which I think is actually a really big price considering all that I've hit out with. Um, and I can't see anything other than a St. Pauli home win. So that is our first banker of 2022. What have you got, G-Man? Uh, I'm staying in Germany. And I must note that I did actually look at St. Pauli as a banker, but you got your picks in first. Um, so so that's that's how that works. So I am uh, also in Germany. This is Dortmund versus Freiburg, the most talked about game <laughs> of the weekend, certainly in this uh, group. Um, Dortmund and Freiburg just score and concede goals like mad, specifically in the first half, though. Freiburg have... They've only once this season not scored in the first half, and it was the last game. It was against Union Berlin. Uh, prior to that, goals have went in in the first half in all of Dortmund's last five games, home and away. Uh, four of five uh, of of Freiburg's last five games, including when Freiburg knocked six past Borussia Mönchengladbach in the first half. So I'm I'm quite confident of a first half goal in this game, and I think it's quite reasonable to expect that for the odds of. Just updating them just now. One to three, you can get them at one to three on three six five at the moment. They look like Dortmund are a bit scary at the moment for backing them straight up in my book because they look like they could just throw it. Like they were two 0 down and one three two the other day. But for the purposes of this, it's one to three Dortmund or Freiburg to score in the first half. Something to happen. A flash score notification that doesn't get taken away. It's all I want. That, um, that Freiburg uh, Munich and Gladbach game sounds very familiar. Yes, um, I do remember someone taking a wee bet on that, perhaps. He's very quiet. He's kept very quiet now. Yeah, because <laughs> someone's muted their mic. Um, <laughs> on to Chris Kelly for his banker. Chris, where are you and what are you going? So on Monday, uh, quarter to eight, we're going to Italy for Serie A. We're going for Fiorentina to beat Genoa at one to two. Um, mostly due to Genoa, who are just 
terrible in the league at the moment. They're on a massive no-win streak. They've had one win in 21 games, um, nine draws and 11 losses. Fiorentina, I feel like I need to justify a little bit because they were doing really well. Then they drew two games, which I chalked up to their captain getting a red card and having to be suspended for a game. And then just on Monday there, they get absolutely wrecked 4-0 by Torino. Um, but I watched the game. What can you say? Torino were just really good. It was one of those fluky performances where one team just were not getting beaten. Um, I think when you look at Genoa, they're not Torino. They are trash. They've had one win this this uh, season. So yeah, 1-2, I think Fiorentina are the way to go. If you want to be a bit more cautious, you can go for draw no, draw no bet, which is about 1-5. And if, like me, you really like odds, I'm going for Vlahovic to score and win. So that's how confident I'm feeling about this banker. I feel like Joey would be all over that. Like <laughs> anything involving Dusan Vlahovic oh, yeah. is... Now yeah, you're talking my language. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's doing great, you know. So, um, yeah, I think it's just been a wee bit of a wobbly period for Fiorentina and expect this to be them back to, back to winning ways. Uh, Joey, what have you got? Yeah, I... Uh, so- I was definitely a little bit thrown off by that 4-0 loss on Monday, but Dusan Vlahovic is just a machine. He is He's going to be given a good run for the top scorer in the league this year. Um, so for my banker, I'm going to join Andy and Gordo in Germany with Bayern versus Cologne. And I just like goals. If you've learned one thing from any of the times I've been on the show, I like goals. And so what I'm going to go with is both the score and over 2.5. And you can get that at about two to three, uh, 1.67 on the decimal. So biggest thing with this is, I mean, these teams just really like to score. Bayern through 18 games have scored 57 goals and have conceded 18 goals. And then Cologne slightly on a more normal pace are scoring 30 goals through 18 games, conceding 28. Um, but kind of what kicks it here for me is the home form. Um, Cologne have actually scored 18 goals in 11 and conceded 11 in nine home matches, averaging just over 1.2 conceded and then two goals scored. Whereas Bayern are actually scoring marginally more away from home versus at home. So they're scoring three, they're averaging three goals per game at home. They're averaging 3.375. Um, playing slightly less games, um, but still scoring about the same. And then they're technically also conceding a lot more away from home than at home, also given the uh, the one less game. Um, Five-game form table sees these sides only separated by two points. Bayern, understandably, and to be expected, are averaging three goals for and one against, whereas Cologne are kind of somewhere norm. They're somewhere around uh, one-to-one. The last seven meetings between these sides have been 3-2, 3-2, 5-1, 1-2, 1-4, 4-0, 1-3. Last fixture, last time these sides met was earlier in the season in the reverse, and it finished 3-2 Bayern. If you want to get a little greedy, because <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't throw that in there, I really do fancy Bayern to take this as a win. Um, but Cologne's just been phenomenal at home. So that was kind of what threw me off, or not threw me off, but made me opt towards just goals in general. I could very well see Cologne getting a second, especially with Bayern dealing with some COVID issues. 
but more than anything, I just think this is going to be a goal fest. I like it. I like it. Anything in the banker slot where you say it's just goals, count me in for it, Joey. Just goals. I, I don't care who scores, just, just give me goals. I want all the goals. So Connor, so, what do you Connor, got? Yeah. You... <laughs> Connor, what do yeah, you got? Yeah, I was... Uh... <clears throat> Oh, sorry. No, I missed my cue. Um, there was part of me waiting for Andy to go, but Joey, what's Bayern's XG? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put that in there, but you know. I'm over it after they get beat by Munchen Gladbach last weekend. <laughs> Bayern can fuck off. <laughs> um, so my banker, there's a theme going on here. I'm in Germany as well, but I'm going to be in the same league as Andy. Uh, Bundesliga Zwei. Um, and if anyone's learned anything from my time on the slot on the pod, mine are not banker odds. I'm going for a four to five shot as as per normal. Uh, and mine is Saturday at seven thirty, and it's Darmstadt at home to Karlsruhe. Um, <laughs> it's Darmstadt in second in the league against uh, mid table Karlsruhe, and the pick is basically just on Darmstadt's home form. Um, they sit second behind St Pauli. Uh, with 18 points from eight home games. They recently beat St. Pauli 4-0 at home. Um, and their last five home games, they beat Nuremberg, Bremen, St. Pauli and Resenberg, who are all in the top 10. Uh, whereas Karlsruhe's last away five games, they haven't won. They've had one one away game where they've won. That was against Leverkusen in the Cup. So it was a very understrength Leverkusen. Um, so... Just based on that, I'm, I'm only backing Darmstadt for their home form, really, um, with the teams that they've beat. Um, and I think the price is a little bit wrong as well for the home team. So We, uh, we might want a side bet because you're going to hear that game later. And I think it's the first time that this has ever happened on the show. But if it was, if it was going to happen, it would happen when there's six people giving picks. But, uh, <laughs> what was that, sorry? I said, no, yeah, we'll hear that. We'll hear about that game later. <laughs> Oh, you picked that as well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's, yeah. it's just it's just never happened before. If you, there's if a first learned, time for everything. If you've learned anything from this, Andy, it's, you have to listen to me because I'm pretty sure I said Fryback would beat Much and Gladback. Um, <laughs> and they were 6-0 up in half an hour, so... Yeah. And we just need one uh, for them this, this time. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Uh, Dave, what have you got? Uh, so I am definitely not in Germany. I am in a uh, Scottish League Two, and I am uh, back in County Hearts to beat Edinburgh City at two to five. So County Hearts sitting first, Edinburgh in fifth. Uh, two previous games have played. County Hearts have won both of them. Uh, County Hearts have took twelve points from the last five games, scoring sixteen, conceding six. And Edinburgh took five points in the last five games, scoring six, conceding ten. Now, last time I was on, I did count the arts as my banker, and I did get hammered five-one at home. Uh, that but was bizarre, though. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. that was yeah. And I, th- I think that was just an off off result because they've been walking this league, and they'll they'll continue to walk this yeah. league, in my opinion. So I think it's pretty safe. Yeah, I, I was walking it in from my banker as well. So totally are they the only? Out. Are they the only professional club in that league, or are they quite richly owned? Is, is that why they're doing really well? Is it? Yeah, that's a, that's a, a Chris money behind them. I was going to say that's a Chris Kelly question. That one, you asked someone about the Scottish lower league. It's like it's, mm-hmm. it's everyone has their own pocket. Like I would never question Dave in any English lower league. I'm just like, nah, he's fine. Just he knows his <laughs> he knows his stuff. 
Brilliant. Yep. So that's it. Yeah, that's it for me. Cool. Uh, so I guess Andy uh, values. Yeah. Oh, just some values. Uh, that'll be a a bank a banker sixfold will be uh will will be pretty tasty there rather than the um the normal sort of banker threefold. Uh, I'm just pricing it up on bet three six five, but you guys were were just too quick there uh, <laughs> in, in, in order for me to get it. So uh, and you all, and Joey, you made me do a wee bet builder as well in the middle of uh, yeah. that. <laughs> so, uh, oh, that, 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 that made it that that made it slightly difficult. Um, can you spice up, Andy? Scapegoat. Yeah, can you spice up and add? Add Modest to score any time for Cologne. That will come <laughs> I mean, you're probably getting a lot better odds, but I don't know if that's necessarily a banker. You're going to get something like 12. To one. Over, overall, I think you'll get about 12 to 1 for, for all the, six. For the six, for all the six. six. For all oh. six. I reckon. I reckon you'd get about, twi- uh, I reckon you'd get about 12 to 1 for that. Um, My maths is well off then. I have yes. three one. Three one. Yeah. Not a chance. Stop with a four to five shot in there. Connor just the four boost, to five king. Boost, boosting everything right up there. That's a value pick, Connor. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> so six bankers, love it. Um talking about value picks on to the value picks. So these um tend to be more around even money. Um, so, so not the short odds of your your one to fours or your your one to threes. Um, my value picks on Sunday. I'm still in the German Bundesliga Zwei, so so the second tier in German football for Heidenheim versus Ingolstadt. And a home win for Heidenheim here is seven to eleven, which is far too big in my opinion. Um, Heidenheim currently sit in sixth place on thirty points. That's only six points off top of the table, St. Pauli though. They're all bunched, you know, six teams right up there, all within within two games of each other. Ingolstadt, however, are dead last. They've only got 10 points from their 10 matches so far this season. Only four of those points have come away from home this campaign. Um, and it's not a good time for them to be travelling to one of the most informed teams in the league, Heidenheim, who've taken 12 points from the last five matches. Ingolstadt have only managed five uh, from their last five matches. I fully expect Heidenheim to win this and I expect them to win comfortably so much so that I'm surprised they aren't a banker pick or or their odds aren't a lot less than 7-11. to 11. I think that's pretty generous for what I would call banker material. So Heidenheim to beat Ingolstadt on Sunday, 7-11 to 11 price tag. And I'll pass over to Gordo. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I feel Connor would probably call that a banker in there, but... Uh, well, yeah, I, but... I really like the pick. I really like that pick. 7-11 yeah. is huge. Like, just Ingolstadt are so bad. Yeah. And Heidenheim are actually very, very good. There was, there was just so much of you that wanted to go, Ingolstadt are just shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple, there was a, I think it was like long-term listeners will remember um, when myself and John Walker used to back against Ingolstadt all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was like three or four years ago. Um, Ingolstadt were a team that featured every week just on the losing end. Um, so it's nice to return to that at the beginning of 2022. Sorry, Gordon, over no, to I mean, you. you, gave, you actually gave me a really good segue because I am, I am for my pick. I'm basically just saying X team or shit, and <laughs> X team or shit that I'm picking is Norwich uh, to lose to Everton. So it's Norwich versus Everton. Norwich have played four of five of this podcast's 
supported teams in their last five home games. So they lost 5-0 to Arsenal, obviously Andy's team. They lost 2-0 to Villa in there as well. Uh, Southampton, they, they beat. Uh, and Man United beat them 1-0 as well. So Joey, you're in the clear for this one. Uh, no one no one here supports Wolves for their 0-0 draw. So uh, yeah, Norwich are bad and they're, they're, they're Derby level Premier League bad. They're, they're just genuinely awful. Everton aren't much better. You know, their last, their, their last home game, their last five away games have been dreadful as well. However, they're a much better team than Norwich and I think they've made some decent signings over over the kind of Christmas period. You know, they did a, a 3-2 win against Hull in the Cup was their last away game as well. Uh, and overall, you know, they had a, a one, one each draw with Chelsea in there uh, too. So they're capable of better performances. This is a bet against Norwich. That, that's that's squarely it. You're getting Everton even money away from home. That's that's why I'm backing them here, and I think that is a a good a good team to have in the value slot. I would not pick Everton for any other reason uh, than uh, or in yeah. I see Andy Vaughan has raised his hand. Would you like to reference uh, something, good sir? I think I hate this. Why do you hate it, Everton? Yeah, like <laughs> I watched all that game because I lived in Hull for a while, so and and went to KC and I. Uh, like Hull easily could have won that game. Like easily could have won that game. I mean, Everton won it in extra time. So that was a draw. Let's be honest. And saying that they managed to beat Hull is in fact they drew with a championship club last week. No. The, the difference between these two teams is that this is Norwich's last five results. They beat Charlton in a cup away from home. They lost 3-0 to Crystal Palace. They lost 5-0 to Arsenal. They lost 2-0 to Aston Villa. They lost 1-0 to Man United. They haven't they're all, scored... They're, they're all scored, decent teams. Like Arsenal, one Man United... In five games. I understand they're <laughs> bad, but I think Everton are very bad as well. And I think they're not just bad. Everton are frustrating. If you think... If you're the Everton manager... Which I am not. Rafa uh, Benitez. Rafa yeah. Benitez. <laughs> you, this what is you are is under incredible pressure. But this is the, yeah. yes, and this is the exact game that you want to be playing against the worst possible oh, team. Oh, I don't know if it can is. we can we also just say, Andy, the last time we did this, I'm pretty sure he backed Villa and they won. So I'm yeah, just not going to question it. I did. I'm not going to question it. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only thing I'll add, and I'm not sure if it'll help or hurt. But Gordo, I was initially looking at Everton for that exact reason. Yeah. But then Andy, I was turned off of it for that exact oh, reason. Yeah. <laughs> My I biggest just, fear is a score draw. Yeah. I think it's I think it's dodgy. That's uh, like Everton that that that's all. win. But <laughs> I'm glad you're picking it and not me. <laughs> would anyone would anyone be surprised if Everton won this game? No. no, no, no. Would anyone be surprised if Everton didn't win this game? Yes, I would be shocked no. and appalled <laughs> at the overall state of this. I don't think we I would be shocked shouldn't. or surprised on either of those things. So that for yeah. me is just a game I would leave well <laughs> the hell alone. I look but, forward to Everton being up 2-0 within 30 minutes and this being paid out. <laughs> Everton um, are even money for this, Gordon. Like yeah. proper even it's, money. So I will happily give yeah. you an even money side bet. Absolutely. I, I don't I don't even think that they, they won't win. I, I just like side bets. Like I'll bet on rock, paper, scissors. So why the hell not like side bets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a, a ten spot on that does me there. Okay, and that's I, fine. I'll just take the I other have, side. 
definitely eaten the uh, my value time. So I will pass to Chris Kelly for perhaps a more sane pick. Chris, what have you got? Well, I'm sure we've all got opinions in this game because we've been talking about it. Um, Dortmund against Freiburg on Friday in the German Bundesliga. We're back there. Um, after somebody has scored in the first half, we are going to go for Dortmund to win and both teams to score for around two to one, uh, which is a little bit high for a value, but, you know, I like it. Um, Dortmund, their one loss has been a little bit shaky lately, but they're heavy favourites to win at one to two. Um, I've been backing both teams to score the whole season. Eight of the last 10 games has been both teams to score. Uh, Freiburg are decent. They're in fourth place, but are massive underdogs at 92. However, they have scored in eight out of the last 10 games as well, so you'd expect them to nick one here. Um, the bet is Dortmund and both teams to score at 21. However, if you want something more even money, you can go for either both teams to score and over two goals for 9 to 10, or Dortmund to win and over two goals for just over even. I think it's like 11 to 10. So, yeah, three choices. I'm sure between us, we would all pick them. Oh. Um but, but the actual bet is Dortmund, the both teams score. Something pretty interesting, though. Dortmund are heavy favourites to win. Both teams to score is the odds-on favourite to happen. Yet the odds of Dortmund keeping a clean sheet and winning is the exact same as them both teams to score and winning, which I find a bit odd. It's never, no, that's, that's never, never happened happen, yeah. is it? Yeah. Yeah. Exact, exact same. It's yeah. both. Yeah. I, I don't know the fraction, but it's uh, 2.67. It was it was scary. It was scary the other night when they played. It just every time they were, the other team went forward, they looked like they were going to score. It just yeah. the, defensively, yeah. they looked so scary. It, basically, yeah. it, it looks like they have Dejan Lovren playing for them. That's what the, <laughs> that kind of feeling <laughs> that I have is that it was just. Um, but yeah, good pick, Chris. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I've, I've, I've been ahead. saying it all season. They're a team that they're happy to let in one or two if they score three or four. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah Joey, over to you. <laughs> Joey, over <laughs> to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm going to switch things up a little bit with my value pick. I'm going to go to Belgium with Mechelen visiting Leuven, and I like both teams to score in over two point five. Are we starting to see a trend here? Or not? Yeah, I feel like I've seen this before. There, there might be a theme. I, I might just sound like repeat the whole night, but <laughs> you can get that just shy of evens at 1.8-ish, a uh, little, little over 1.8, right around 4 to 5. Uh, Mecklen are sixth place on 33 points, scoring 37 goals, conceding 37 goals through 21 games. Leuven are in 10th on 26 points, scoring 29 goals and conceding 34. Historically, this this matchup has seen both the score in over 2.5 and eight of the last 13 overall, and four of the last six times Mechelen has gone to Leuven. Uh, there was a 1-1 in there and a 3-0, so kind of a little bit of both on the both the score and the over 2.5. But Leuven have actually had both the score in eight of their last 11, and they've had both of both the score and plus over and over 2.5 in six of their last 11 and that permutation, that exact both the score in over 2.5 has happened four of the last six times they've been at home. Mecklen on the other hand, have seen both the score in five of their last 10 away and both the score in over 2.5 in all five of those, but have also seen both the score in over 2.5 in four of their last five away matches in the league. Mecklen <laughs> Both the score and over 2.5 and five of the last nine overall in the league. And then 
Lloydman has seen it in six of their last uh, nine overall in the league and five of their last seven. So not really too much to get too into, but uh, gold. What, what price is that, Joey? You can get that just uh, just over four to five. A little it's bit. Five. I think it was 1.83 on 365. It's five to six on Bet365. Five right to six. That's what I get for trying to do fractions. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, close stuff. But yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I like goals. And why shouldn't you? Um, exactly. Connor, and- what, what do you have in the, in the value slot? <laughs> uh, so I, I'm going to a league that is familiar for Gordo, one of his true loves. It's on Sunday at the non-traditional kickoff time of quarter past three. So get the crowd trouble out of the way first. Yeah, that's it. Get the crowd trouble there. <laughs> uh, and it's in Serie B. Um, and I'll be backing Benevento away at Spal at five to four um, for the main reason that Spal are dog shit. Really dog shit. Yeah. Um, last five home games, they've not won. Uh, their last actual home win, this is a fact that Gordo were like, was against the worst team in the league, LR Vicenza. Yes, it was. I do know that. That is a good fun fact. <laughs> um, whereas Benevento are, are decent. They're not. They're not. They're not perfect. Um, you know, the last five games they've only got one loss, and that was against Fiorentina in the cup. Uh, they lost the one. One of their last away games to Pisa, who are sort of running away with the league. Yeah, but this is basically a bet against Spal, who I alliterate. Oh shit. <laughs> they are so bad. Um, and Benevento have probably one decent player up front in Lapadula, who is a mid-table Serie A striker playing in a very good championship-level club. Um, but yes, this is just a bet against Spal, really. Five to four, Benevento. Okay. That's the, I looked at that pick as well. Spal have been so bad. As soon as they parachuted out of that division, they've been woeful. Yeah. yeah. You know they were they were they were in Serie A two, two years ago doing all right and they've just kind of got relegated lost all their good you know I think they had one good striker and they've lost him um, but yeah no yeah, Benevento are sitting fifth in the league and I think Spala won one place above relegation um, it's just, yeah like I said it's just a pick against Spal but uh, away from home I, five to four I thought was a really good price and valuey for me I think so yeah Dave what have you got so. Uh, Again, I am picking a team. I'm going against them because they are shit. So I am. Uh, I've got Oldham against Light Norians, and uh, I like Light Norians at six to five because Oldham are shit. Uh, so, <laughs> you know um, this pick that, is going to bite you in the ass. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah all of us are going to get hit for this. Yeah, silly. Every time we pick Oldham against Oldham, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not yeah. careful, Dave. Yeah. Gordon will send you an Oldham shirt for Christmas. Day. <laughs> so no, um, yeah, like Norian uh, sitting tenth in mid table. Um, Oldham bottom. They're in twenty fourth. <laughs> They're also bottom of the home form table. Uh, like Norian have not lost a game to Oldham since two thousand and fourteen, <laughs> and Oldham have Oldham have not won a game in the league since the twentieth of November. Who was that uh, I, uh, I don't know, actually, without looking. <laughs> but, uh, it wasn't against Forest Green. It's probably <laughs> my pick when I picked Port Mail. <laughs> yeah. um, that's, da- that's a dangerous game you're playing there, Connor, asking people <laughs> yeah. questions on the spot because other people will start doing that to you. Yeah, no, true. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if you guys know, but like Oldham are in, like they're a dire. Like there's a protest at every home game, uh, and apparently the fans do a different protest every home game. So yeah. they've had they've had like fill the stadium, and then the next game they had empty the stadium. So there was nobody there. They've done like well, I think they've done like throwing stuff on the pitch. They've done everything. Like, Do you know what that says to me, minutes. Dave? Do you know what yeah. that says to me? They're entertaining themselves with something other than <laughs> the football. <laughs> it's the football. Yeah, is yeah, of course. Rotten. Yeah. <laughs> right. The fact it's not just the same protest every week means like they've had to find new ways to entertain themselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like that. Like Norian are okay. They're a decent side. Uh, under Kenny Jacket, but uh, yeah, I can't. It's just all them. They're just awful. So. What price is that, though? Uh, sorry, it is uh, six to five. I love it. There's just two things that scare me. One is Port Vale, and one is Forest Green. One was your pick, and one was my pick. <laughs> I mean, Leighton Orient had beaten. It's at the, I looked at the, like because everyone sent their picks over earlier as well. Leighton Orient had beaten Oldham the last three times they played them home and away. So I'm yeah. I am I'm happy with that in there. It's a great price it, as well. It makes for a very tasty sixfold. Then we want to um, have a guess on what the sixfold <laughs> might be. What, 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 what maths in the banker? I don't know. Yeah, Chris is, Chris is like four, four to one. Uh, <laughs> what the again? Two, two six to five. So you've got uh, mine was seven to eleven. Then Gordo's at evens. Yeah, Chris is at fifteen to eight, which is pretty huge. Five yeah, to six, five to four, million. six to five. So basically, three you, evens. Yeah. One at yeah, almost so, two to one, and one at about three to four. So I reckon a 10 hour return, 215. Well, no, more oh, than that. Oh, way I more. Think, I think way. it's like 615 or something. It's 85 to one. Oh, wow. Wow. So wouldn't that See, be an excellent start to the new year? Apart from the fact that Gord has gone and picked everything. Muy picante. <laughs> yeah, muy picante and That's what we're all about. What's, do, do, do you know offhand what the last game is in that round? Like, who's his latest? Uh, mine's on Sunday. Mine's on, yeah. mine's on Sunday as well. No, mine's on Sunday. Right, it'll be you then, Connor. It'll be Benevento. Oh, the pressure. Oh. The pressure. Oh. Spal. Um, if <laughs> well, if it gets that far. <laughs> when it gets that when far. Gets that <laughs> yeah, far. exactly. When, when it gets that far. They were the value picks. Um, we'll now have a short break, which you will hear uh, on the podcast. We are part of this sports social podcast group. Uh, they very kindly host our podcast. So here is a word from our sponsors. Patreon listeners, however, will go straight into the Outsiders. We'll see you in a couple of minutes. Welcome back and now on to the Outsiders for this week's show. This is where we pick something that the bookies have priced up as an underdog and you're going to get some big odds here and potentially some contentious picks as well. Like mine, Saturday, 7.30pm in the Bundesliga Zwei in Germany. Darmstadt versus Karlsruhe and a way win here for Karlsruhe is 11-4 or 3-1 best price. So Darmstadt are second in the league. Karlsruhe are mid-table, um, they're 10th, uh, 10 points behind Darmstadt, so they've got 25 instead of 35 points. 
Now, the only reason that I like this bet at all, because league position and form both favour Darmstadt, is that Karlsruhe have an excellent head-to-head record in this particular fixture. They won both games in 2021 against Darmstadt, 3-0 at home and 1-0 away. The seven times these teams have played each other at Darmstadt's home ground. So Karlsruhe have been the away team since 2000. Darmstadt have won none of them. There's been four wins for Karlsruhe and three draws. They've played six times over the last three years and the results have been four Karlsruhe wins, one draw and only the one win for Darmstadt. So the three to one price for me, I'm happy to have a single in that as an outsider. And you may recognise that pick as Connor's banker. Yes. But hey, the opposite as Connor's banker. But hey, I don't Connor, mind. Do you want to, do you want to come in on that? Do you want to... I'll put a small stake on the three to one. I mean, do you want 20 quid on the, you can have the draw and away and I'll have home? I, I mean, no, because like I'd still get better <laughs> at the boogies. <laughs> I mean, the, the head-to-head was the only like scary thing. But like I said in mine, I'm basing off, look at Darmstadt's last five at home. You know, they beat St. Pauli, as, as I said. So I'll let you, you know, cry when Darmstadt win. So... Well, Darmstadt will, will probably win. That's why Karlsruhe is a three to one outsider. But I'm just saying, I quite like the three to one price. In fact, during the middle bit there, when I heard Dave, I almost just switched for Ipswich. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how quickly can I go? Oh, right, actually, man. <laughs> but no, I'm sticking to my guns. It's in the Bundesliga's lie, and it's a, it's a Karlsruhe win. So I don't know if anyone's doing the mega coupon how you rectify that. Maybe that's the game you leave off um, because you probably will breach payout rules anyway. I'm just I'm just waiting on Gordon to pick the draw. <laughs> <laughs> right, Gordo, what, what have you got in the outsider? Um, yeah, well, uh, my my outsider pick is my strongest pick of the week because I've already given this pick and the game got cancelled and I get to give it again. So this pick is Pisa versus Frozenone. I take you to the Arena Garibaldi, best named... Uh, Sierra B Stadium and uh, this is Pisa versus Frozenone Pisa have drawn three of their last five games Frozenone have drawn the last five uh, three of the last five games historic head-to-head has seen this game go four nil nils and one zero one uh, to, to Frozenone when Pisa play them at home I think this game will be nil nil I'm not taking it at nine to one but I will take it this time at the rather more conservative odds of nine to four uh, in the draw slot here it's a game set up for a draw. You know, Pisa are top of the league, 38 points. Frozen only are in eighth with 28 points. Um, this game historically leads to 0-0 draw. This would fit in really well between Sudan versus Gabon and like uh, <laughs> Mozambique versus Malawi because this is an AFCON scoreline coming at you. 0-0 <laughs> or 1-1. Preferably nil nil. So let me just check the updated odds on the correct score because that was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah, so for nil nil, you're going to get... Oh God, nine to one, still there, perfect. Mm-hmm. Right, so uh, my outsider, nine to four, a draw between Pisa and Frozenoni. Christopher Kelly, what do you have? Can you guess what league we're going to go to? Scottish League Two? No, we're going to the Dutch Eerste Division. Ah, well, okay, never mind. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, we are not going for both teams to score. Um, oh! <laughs> as well as both teams to score, I have mentioned a few times that this is a week where the underdog can definitely win. And then the last round, three underdogs won away from home. And we're hoping for that to happen again here as Telstar are hosting MVV Maastricht, or however you pronounce it. And I'm going for MVV to win 
uh, which is now close to three to one, I think. And it was about two to one yesterday. So, you know, the odds are getting up there. Um, on paper, MVV have been on a bit of a losing streak lately. Um, however, they have been facing top of the table talent. Um, only three points separate the teams. However, MVV have almost doubled the amount of wins. Seven to Telstar's four. Uh, Telstar have a lot of draws, which is why they're pretty close in terms of points. Um, six of MVV's seven wins have came from teams that are below them, including a 3-0 win over Telstar in September. Um, Telstar's few victories weren't convincing. They had a late 93rd minute goal. They had an early goal. They even missed a penalty in one of their wins. You know, they're not a particularly great team. And in the cup, they get taken to extra time by Spackenberg, who are not only in the league below them, they're also pretty poor in the league below them. Uh, they're not like top of the table or anything like that. Um, as I say, they're pretty close. There's three points between them. Their goal for and against is pretty insanely close as well. Uh, 22 to 41 for MVV and 23 to 41 for Telstar. Um, I think they're a lot closer than the odds suggest. And the only thing that really separates them for me is the fact that MVV have more victories. And I think this will be another one. Good. And Joey, uh, what have you got? <laughs> so for my outsider, I'm uh, I'm going to go back to Belgium. And I like Anderlecht to win against Liège. But I like them to win while both teams score as well. Hey, you can get that cool. right around <laughs> yeah. two to one. <laughs> Keeping on trend here, I, I should have prefaced at the beginning of the episode on my banker pick that there would be a theme here, but <laughs> I figured if you'd been listening at all to any of my episodes, you, you might have picked up on it already. <clears throat> Andrew Lecker, third in the league on 38 points, scoring 50 goals and only conceding 26 in 21 matches, whereas we have standard Liège sitting in the lowly 15th place, only four points outside of the final relegation spot, which... I can imagine most people hear the word, hear the name Liège, standard Liège, and think, woohoo, they're doing either bang average, middle of the table, or they're probably doing pretty well. Not the case this season. They've scored 22 goals and conceded 31 in 19 matches. Anderlecht's at top of the five-game form table on 13 points, scoring 19 goals, conceding four, while Liège are way down there. A little bit higher than their actual league position, which I guess is better. But they've only picked up three goal or three points in four games, scoring five and conceding eight. So the big thing and interesting thing here is Anderlecht are actually scoring the same amount of goals home and away, but they've actually conceded two more goals at home in one less match than they have away. So already there, you're seeing slightly leakier at home, which is generally surprising. But the real, I mean, the real handicapping here, and if I can call it handicapping, I'm not going to make it seem like I know what I'm talking about. But Standard Liège have actually lost four of their last five league matches. And they've lost three of their last five away from home. Have all been losses plus both teams to score. The only match that they've won in the last five, which ironically I actually watched, and it was the most bizarre scenario. And Antwerp, end up getting a man sent off at halftime due to what I can only assume was a miscommunication. It was big altercation. And I don't think the guy that got sent off really did anything, but that's neither here nor there. But so Antwerp are down to 10 men 
Liege take the lead, and then they concede two goals in the second half after Antwerp put on their decent players and put on the rest of their full squad. <laughs> and so it takes them up until the 87th minute, Liege, to grab an equalizer, and then they score two goals in the final three minutes of the match to grab their only 3-2 win in the past five games. Historically, head-to-head has seen Anderlecht win three of the last five at home, and there's been a win in both to score in two of those last three home wins for Anderlecht. I'm not going to try to reinvent the wheel here. I, I think I was actually looking at Anderlecht as Anderlecht just to win as either like a banker or a charity, something like that, because I think that is more than certain just based on how Liege has been playing. But while Liege is on this form, they're not terrible at scoring. It's not like they're just completely hopeless. They just genuinely can't get out of their own way, which I will more than happily try to capitalize on. So that's my outsider. I like Anderlecht to win in both teams to score. Just drive two to one. I think it was actually two to one on bet three, six, five. But Chris, what do you have for your outsider this week? I'm Connor, by the way. No, oh, not Chris. Connor. <laughs> I almost had it. Of course. <laughs> it's all right, Dave. Don't worry. I'm in yeah. <laughs> um, I deserve that. Yeah. yeah. My outsider um, was very close to being my value and my banker as well. Um, but before I go into it, I just want to thank Gordo and Andy for having me on the show. Um, and if they've learned anything from my time on the pod, I'm backing a team which is very close to our hearts. I mean, very close. We own we own 49% of the club. Um, and it's going to be on Sunday. Uh, and it involves Greuther first. <laughs> come on. Come on. I, I think Don't I know where this is going. But... Uh, right, go on and, then. <laughs> and I'm backing nil-nil. Yes. Oh. That's exactly what we're looking for. I'm backing nil-nil. And it's at 10 to 1. I've not made many notes on this. I actually wrote nil-nil. Both teams are shit. Um, but I actually do have a question I have a question for everyone like a little quiz the question is what do Robert Lewandowski and Patrick Schick have in common don't know anybody phenomenal goal scorers both both of them haven't been on this podcast that's (laughs) true both of them have scored more goals than Biederfeld and Firth in the league this season wow (laughs) Um, impressively shit Impressive. And we've talked many times about how shit Firth are. You know, they've only picked up one win this season. I can't remember who they beat, but um, <laughs> uh, I, I bet it was a pretty good win, though. It, yeah, was. it was. It was pretty concise. Yeah, it was a pretty concise win. Pretty but also, win, yeah. Bielefeld have only picked up eight points this season as well. well. I don't know what else to say about this. This just looks like it has nil-nil written all over it. And I'm happy to back it at 10 to 1 because both these teams are crap. <laughs> and I've got nothing else for it. <laughs> the yes, only thing I will add, because ironically, if any of the Patreon listeners were paying attention to my rant during the middle section, I kind of like this as a score draw. Ah, I think it's, sure if, uh, I, I'm going nil nil on this, honestly, because it's so bad. Is, uh, is <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> The, the only cool. thing that scares me is if you look at Force away form, they've conceded 35 goals away from home, but they haven't played Biederfeld away from home. The last five away games, lost 3-0 to Dortmund, lost 7-1 to Leverkusen, lost 4-0 to Gladbach, lost 4-1 to Freiburg, and lost 4-1 to Leipzig. 
which are all kind of in the top half, top eight. Um, whereas they haven't played a Bielefeld side yet. They beat a very, very good Union Berlin side, as we'd already mentioned. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the punt at 10 to 1. I'm back in nil nil. But if you actually, in all fairness, if you don't want to back nil nil and you're scared of a goal, you can get 9 to 1 on no goal score, and that covers an own goal. Thanks. So if it's an own goal and it finishes 1 nil, you still win your bet. So ten to one or nine to one. It does way. feel that's, very that's own goalie actually. After yeah. you've just said that, like, a ricochet off the keeper, like as he's yeah. kicking it, it, hits the defender in the back and hits the keeper and goes in or something. The, the um, going, I am going to back nil nil. Yeah. I'm also going to back over five and a half goals. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. That's the thing with two terrible teams, yeah. though, isn't yeah. it? it? Can go either way. Yeah. Um, no, exactly, I, I would yeah. say look at Falkirk or day, but I wish he wouldn't. Yeah, the, 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 the problem is with this game. The problem is with this game. I can't back Bielefeld at four to five on, and I can't oh, back. I can't. I can't back Firth at three to one because it's not big enough. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll take nil nil all the way. Yeah. 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 Draw the, the, the draw is twelve to five, so I can't back that. Yeah. So I'll back. I'll back nil nil. No <laughs> goal score. I move. I move nicely along to Dave. <laughs> Is it? So I'm in the uh, English Championship on Saturday at three o'clock. And it's Millwall against Not uh, Not Forest, and I like Forest there at twenty three to ten, because generally I don't understand why they're twenty three to ten. Um, so Forest are in ninth, Millwall are in eleventh, but Forest are fourth in the away form table. Uh, Millwall thirteenth in the home form table, but Millwall have only won twice in the last nine whereas Forrest have only lost twice in the last 12 obviously we'll know Forrest beat Arsenal I would say comfortably at the weekend in the FA Cup yeah um, Arsenal had an okay team out and you know Forrest obviously had their best team out but Arsenal didn't really cause them any problems and under uh, Cooper they've been they've been going pretty well just uh, knocking around trying to get in the playoffs they've also Made some really good signings. I signed uh, Cook from Bournemouth, the centre-half. Great signing. And uh, they've, they've took Keenan Davis on loan from Villa, who's a good player. Uh, fantastic holding the ball up. Just can't score goals, which is why he'll probably never cut it in the Premier League. <laughs> but it probably did well in the Championship. And also, uh, Millwall have got a problem going on with their best player, Jed Wallace, uh, who wants to go to the Seek task. But apparently Millwall won't let him go, so I think there's a bit of a uh, thing about him not playing at the minute. So, but yeah, I just like Forest here, twenty three to ten. I think that's a good price for him. Yeah, decent in there. Yeah, I think that's a, a pretty good price. So we we have a range of outsiders there. Does anyone want to have a guess at <laughs> <laughs> what this sixfold might be? Twelve thousand to one. No, I mean, it's four four I mean, thousand seven hundred and seventy-seven to one. I mean, as 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 uh, as I like to say on this podcast, I mean, I will bet on almost anything, but that <laughs> that that coupon itself uh, seems yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's worth a fiver. Um, but, yeah. So I've, I've, I've just bet on all the offer penny minimum bet. Yeah, it'll be something like that. I'd imagine. I'll have I'll have a pound on the uh, the four grand shot, and then like a pound on all the four folds or something. Why not? 
Connor really? hates the car. Is all I don't even. I, I don't even like my own outsider. Um, <laughs> and then there's a, wow. then there's a ten well, to one to nil nil in there. So like, let's be honest. It is what it is. Hopefully, our listeners, you know, will listen to the the different descriptions and find something that they like to investigate further. They're the main picks from this week's show. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash trample bet or download the Patreon app and search for Trample Bet Podcast, £5.50 a month gives you access to that. It really supports us. Um, and also you get a cheat sheet. So that's all the picks written down. Um, and you can work it out from there. So on to the charity pick for this week. And we won the charity pick, albeit it was a double the last time Woo-hoo. out. This time it is a sixfold. And I shall start us off, but I don't think I'm starting us off chronologically. I'm just starting us off by being first to go. This is Sunday at 1 p.m. I'm in Germany again. I've dropped down a league for this one. Sunday at 1 p.m., Victoria Berlin against Braunschweig, and you'll get the away team Braunschweig at six to five. So Braunschweig are second in the table with 36 points from 20 games. Victoria are in 11th. That's 10 points back on 26 points. Now, the reason I like this pick is that Braunschweig are the best team away from home in the league. 20 points from 10 away games, which is a really good return. It's actually better than their home record. Um, The teams met earlier in the season at Braunschweig, and this was one of these games where everything that Victoria touched turned to gold. They had five shots in total and they managed to win a game that they were, you know, second best in possession, 4-0. So four of those shots just went in. Braunschweig will be looking to put that right right this time. And I reckon a 6-5 price for a very good away from home team, second in the table, Braunschweig, is safe enough for the charity pick. Are you buying me? Sound all right, G-Man? I, I'm good with that. I, I mean, I, I've got a, a pick of similar ilk to another pick that I gave in this show in that uh, this game also didn't go ahead so I can get to bring it back <laughs> to the podcast again. This is Lecce away at Pordenone. Uh, Pordenone have been widely covered in this show because they have picked up eight points out of 18 games. Um, only The only team worse than them are um, LR Vicenza, who uh, have got seven points from their eight, uh, from their 17 games. They've got a game in hand over them. So a real uh, rally at the bottom of that table for who can be the shittest team. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Lecce here as a bet purely against Pordenone. Pordenone, again, have played 18 games and, you know, getting eight points from them is a rancid return. Lecce are the other, other side of that. They are on fourth position. They've taken 31 points from their 17 games. Um you know, they recently beat Spezia in the Cup. Uh, they lost 1-0 to Pisa, but they beat Spal, uh, as as Connor had referenced earlier on in the show, who are not very good at all. A um, couple of draws in there. Um, one of them with Frozenoni, which is fine. Uh, they also they drew 0-0 with Frozenoni. Great. Good omen for Frozenoni to take that into their Pisa game. Um, but yeah, I think Lecce are going to go over the top of Frozenoni in this spot here. You can get them at the charity odds for me of 10 to 11 on 365. So that is why I'll be taking them there. Um, and yeah, so Chris, what have you got for the charity returns this week? So like I said earlier, I'm probably going to be the last one. Um, I've had special permission to pick a Tuesday pick. And we are quarter to eight on Tuesday in the Scottish Premiership. We're going for Hearts to beat St. Johnston, which was one to two, but has now gone up to about three to five, which is a wee bit better for the charity. Um, basically. 
St. Johnston are garbage. <laughs> uh, this seems to be the theme tonight. Let's go for uh, opponents that are garbage. Uh, their last win was forever ago when they beat Dundee United, which, let's face it, is nothing special. Um, they're on an eight-game losing streak this year. Nobody expects them to turn it around. Their fans don't expect them to turn it around. And they're not going to turn it around against Hearts, who are sitting pretty comfortable, third on the table. And their only two losses recently have been against both the old firm teams. So, yeah. It's a banker charity, I would say, and I'm putting it out there as the last one on the, the accumulator. So, uh, Joey, what have you got? All right. So, to finish my picks for the week, I've got Villarreal in both to score, staying on trend with the theme at just shy of uh, four to five, right around 1.8. So, Villarreal are eighth in the league on 29 points, scoring 33 goals in 22 matches. Scoring 33, conceding 22 in 20 matches, whereas Elche are 16th on 19 points, scoring 20 goals, conceding 28 in 20 matches. Elche have been averaging roughly about a goal scored and a goal conceded at home. Nine goals scored, 10 conceded, and nine at home. Whereas Villarreal are averaging just shy shy of a goal scored and uh, exactly one goal conceded. Seven and nine conceded in nine away. Five game form five game form table though sees Villarreal scoring 15 goals conceding five and Elche scoring eight conceding seven. Historically, both the score has seen occurred in two of the last three since Elche has been recently promoted. They got relegated and then came back up to the La Liga. But it's also happened in five of the last seven overall. Elche have also seen both the score in five of their last nine at home this season and three of the last five overall. Whereas Villarreal have also seen over one and a half goals in seven of their last eight overall. The biggest issue with Villarreal away from home is they actually weren't scoring, which given back that five game form table and the last seven of eight would be kind of surprising. You wouldn't expect that. I think, Beginning of the season, they were kind of feeling things out a little bit. There were a couple nil-nil draws and just weird stuff happening. But this Elche side, they're they're conceding goals. It's not like they're trying to reinvent the wheel. They're not going crazy. They're they're conceding goals. They're conceding home and away. I I like to see Villarreal continue this form, and I actually kind of like them as a an outsider to win. Um, if you want to get a little bit greedier. I like this as VRL win plus both to score. But for the sake of the charity bet and looking at these odds, I was a little bit surprised that it was 1.8. In LJ's last game, they actually put up two goals in the first half. Granted, um, it was, it might have been away. But still, I mean, it's not like LJ is just completely hopeless. I think they'll definitely have more than enough to get one against a VRL side that's conceded in most of their away matches, in fact, most of their matches this season. Aside from the first couple, I think it was first five games, they conceded maybe once or twice in the first five, but then after that, it's just been not leaky ship where they're conceding two, three, four every time, but they are conceding the odd goal here and there. And I, I do expect LJ to get a consolation, but I think BRL should be kind of leading the charge here. They'll be kind of leading the dance, if I must say. But yeah, as far as the charity goes, I think that 1.8 is kind of somewhere right in the middle. It's not not too short, not too high, but I, I do like that. I think 
the odds are they might drop a little bit, but I think it should hover right around 1.8 for the most part. So, Connor, since I'm finally going to get this right once in the four times, <laughs> Connor, what do you have for your charity? Uh, thanks, Joe. I'd like to thank you, Osco, for going a little bit slower so Andy can find your pick on Bet365. <laughs> That's it. I like it. <laughs> um, mine is on Saturday uh, at one o'clock, and uh, I'm heading to Turkey in the Super League uh, to back the best team in Turkey, which is Trubs on Sport uh, away at Sivasport at 13 to 10. Um, not really much to say about Trubs on Sport. They scored the most goals in the league, conceded the least. Only lost once all season. That was away to Antalya Spore, but I think that was a bit of a one-off. They had a man sent off and conceded two really late goals. Um, Sivir Spore are, are not bad. They're not They're not good. I mean, they're unbeaten in the last five, but they've drawn nine games this season. They tend to draw more than they win. Uh, and this Trabzon Spore side are, are very good. Um, they're probably going to blitz that league. They're 10 points clear already. Um, and most of their main challenges haven't been very good this season, apart from next year um so 13 to 10 looks like a very good price it's quite a beefy little price for the charity as well so i'll look to that it's a trans on just just streets ahead of anyone in that league yeah, they're, 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 yeah. they're, they're so good but, um and yeah i'll pass you on to dave yes so i'm in uh england in league two uh saturday three o'clock and it's uh, Tranmere versus Rochdale. And I like Tranmere here at 13 to 10. So uh, Tranmere actually sits second in League 2 at the minute. They've uh, gone on a bit of a run and come from nowhere to sit second. Uh, Rochdale are in 17th. Uh, Tranmere lost one in the last six games. Rochdale have only won one in their last seven. Tranmere, top of the home form table. Uh, they took 15 points from the last five games. Scoring nine, conceding none, whereas Rochdale only took five points from the last five. Uh, uh, Tramway applied tonight, drew one all with Salford, which is not a bad result. Uh, so, yeah, nine, uh, sorry, 13 to 10, yeah, Tramway. Tasty, tasty charity prices in here. <laughs> Heading to the some, really, some really good ones. I can't include mine because there's no prices on it in Bet365 yet. Um, my other prices come from William Hill. So while pricing the charity pick up, it's 25 to 1 plus rounds five at over evens. So, you know, we're going to be getting 50 to 1 plus on that um, on the six fold. So hopefully, hopefully it comes in. Um, gentlemen, it's been an experience. <laughs> it's, it's, been a, <laughs> it's been a long show, um, but very worthwhile. And, and I hope everyone's enjoyed the Megapod. There is, of course, the small matter of a side bet of Everton to beat Norwich. Can't wait to get an Everton top for Christmas next year. <laughs> Looking forward that'll to be, that. That'll be, that'll be great fun. <laughs> Before we go, is there anything that anyone likes throughout the year? Um, I'm thinking maybe just now, Connor and Dave, who's your Gold Cup pick? Do you have one yet? Did anything mm. you see over, over the festive period maybe help you out or... Oh, you put me on the spot now. Well, yeah, I, I, I just think Galvin's running in the Savile's chase was so good, beating Appletard. The, the fact you can get Galvin, and I know Gordon is a big Galvin fan. I'm quite a large Galvin yeah. fan, to be fair. He is right. You, you can get Galvin at a lot of money. Yeah, I, I, I think I said to Dave, I messaged you, didn't I? I went to, I went to Cheltenham on New Year's yeah. Day. Mm. Um. And there was a horse that ran uh, 
finished second. It's called Kansas City Chiefs. It's probably going to run in the attempts, which is a dodgy race. You have to kind of back your odds now because most most horses who want to run in the attempts don't win their qualifier because then they ease in the weights. Yeah. Um, it ran really well. It got beat by a 28 to one shot. Um, it was leading all the way around and just got nabbed right on the line. But part of me thought he's probably just eased it off a little bit to ease down the weights. And he's an 18 to one shot for the attempts. Um, so it's 21 to, on. 20 to 1 to that on Ooh. Uh I think it was on Sky, but it was 20th, I think. Back it. Back it. That's, that's pretty tasty. And that's a good show. So, yeah, it's, it's a little bit early. I, I like to kind of wait until probably the end of January, see what's going on with all the Irish yeah. lot. And... See what's happening I, I like, I like, I like to wait till like the night before the festival starts. It's <laughs> yeah. generally when I'm when I start to, to get active. But Galvin was so impressive. I think I'll probably have a wee anti-post bet on Galvin at some point. Um, anyone else say anything for 2022? Was there anything like, um, you know, obviously you do your anti-post in football. I know we're halfway through, but has anyone got anything for like, you know, the leagues at the moment? Anyone? Ross, fan, uh, top, top, uh, top league one goal scorer. <laughs> yeah. he's, got, uh, he's scored tonight. He's scored well, tonight he? again as well. Uh, I, but, um, yeah. I, I can't remember what odds I put it up. Uh, I put something in the group um, on Facebook. I, I liked uh, the look of Middlesbrough to uh, get promoted from the championship because I think they'll, mm. they should make the playoffs. They're uh, going pretty well under, I mean, Wilder's a good manager in that league. Sheffield United should never have got rid of him in the first place, but yeah. I can't remember what they were. I think they were about ten. They were about ten to one. It was it was double di- it was double digits when you put it up, Dave, for sure. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not sure yeah. what they are at the minute. I, I was just I was just looking at African Cup of Nations outright in play odds. Does anyone have an idea who the favourites are? No, it's that they, they wouldn't also give odds earlier on. I fancy Nigeria, but can't even find odds for it. So, Nigeria are third favourites at six to one. And yeah, okay. Um, well, apparently nobody wants to score goals in the yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm going to automatically I'm gonna, cancels me out. Yeah, <laughs> African football is definitely not one of my strong points. Like, I spend a lot of time watching Japanese football and Asian <laughs> football, so I have no idea. But what I would think is UK bookmakers go on what UK punters are betting. A lot of people like Salah. A lot of people like the players from Egypt. I'm going to guess Egypt and Morocco will be up the top. Uh, Morocco are the six favourites and Egypt are seven favourites. Nine yeah. and twelve. Oh, really? really? Yeah, Algeria are um, the team that everyone seems to think will do yeah. quite well. They're, sec- they're, they're second favourites. Yeah. Chris? No, I was, um, I was trying to get Nigeria, but I couldn't find the yeah, odds. So. Dave? Yeah. Uh, no, I've bought Marlo, but they're not. Uh, they're <laughs> not. So yeah. you're, you're on the you're on the right lines, I think, Andy. The, the top the top four in the market, so from reverse, a uh, top five are the Ivory Coast. So that's the yeah. Wolves, Zaha, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, they, and um, they're always there as well because they they play in World Cups. So yeah. Yeah. Cam- Cameroon yeah. are the next ones. That's like yeah. Kuwaite and uh, then it's oh, Nigeria. Uh, yeah, Senegal are the favourites. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Mane. Senegal was the only one we forgot. Mane, yeah. Mane, yeah. They took so, a long no. time to get a game a goal in that game the other day. Yeah, uh, they're, yeah. They're not good. Honestly, I was looking at those Nigeria lineups and that having Ianacho on the wing with Wilfred and Didi and, top, and like, Joe Aribo is... Up top, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, they only took one ring just where when they could add three, so... Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not even <laughs> a final form. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I think we'll be, we'll be, me and Gordo will be back in Cape Verde for that Irish Cape Verde. Oh, yeah. Right? Pico, man. Oh, Pico, yeah. top goal scorer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Loads of stuff there. What an epic show. Um, I'm obviously going to close out the podcast now. So all think of a word to say goodbye when 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 we run through it at the end um if you like the picks go on to patreon you can find them all written down there it's easier than listening back and, and, and trying to write them all down and then pick what you want from those 24 i'm sure there's something that takes your fancy this has been the first trampled bet podcast of 2022 thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week happy hunting bye we'll see you ciao the Trample Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Glad, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.